let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Sean and I back here again on Retirement Elevated talk about pain points. We all get them, that's for sure. Whether it's uh, actual pain doing some activities or sports or whatever the case is, or financial, and and uh, we have those pain points as well. So we're going to dive into a few things on that. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, We're just here enjoying the spring in Utah. That's good, good. So you guys uh, had some, some baseball stuff going back again now, right? The kids are out and about and active. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just got done with another tournament and the the boys showed up. They yeah. they, ended up, they won it and scored, I think, thirty six runs in two games and championship day. Nice. <laughs> so. now, now, do you do you play yourself still? No, I, I do the Red Sox fantasy camp in January, but mm-hmm. other than that, I don't I don't do much. I, I I keep my arm healthy so I can play catch with my son and throw batting practice to him. Well, I was going to ask you because I was like, so these boys go out and they play, right? And they're they're giving it their all. You know, how much pain do you see on you know on your kid versus like if you go do some stuff, right? As we age, we're like, man, where are these? <laughs> oh man, where does all this pain come from? I don't even remember doing that much, right? Yeah, and when I go play at camp, it's like seven games in six days or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's a lot. I'm hurting for two weeks afterwards, but I mean, these little guys they played five games in two and a half days, and my son was up yesterday told him we were going to take a day off and rest. You know, he wanted to go hit, and he wanted to go do some things. And You're bouncing off the walls. Back right? at it, yeah. Yep, yep. Ah, youth. That's good stuff. So, yeah. uh, you know, body pain points, like I was saying, you know, we got the financial pain points. And so we got these major ones that t- people tend to see, Sean, whenever they're thinking about retirement as we're getting older there. Stuff that bothers them the most, pretty easy to identify pain point number one. I think it's pretty universal. It's, hey, you know, I want to have, you know, enough money i don't want to you know run out of money for before i die yeah i mean this is if, if it's not the biggest concern it's one of the biggest concerns it's you know the unknown the fear of of running out of money and, and running out of out of assets before you run out of life and, and when we look at that that's it's because it, it there is unknown it's well sean i i don't have a clearly defined written plan or i've never taken the time to understand how my assets can work for me mm-hmm. i've never taken the time to understand where my assets should be positioned to provide the the greatest benefit for for me in my plan and what it needs is just I've been saving 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 for so long stick my head in the sand and just contribute 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 and then you get to this point in retirement or close to it you're like uh-oh now what yeah well actually that's a great point because I'm gonna jump over to I'm gonna move around on this list uh, to number four actually on the pain points because they kind of go together so yeah you're building all this money you don't want to run out before you pass away and to your point you okay well, I've been saving I've been doing the stuff I'm supposed to do now what so there's that real uneasiness that's a pretty big pain point as well for people to say okay how do I take the stuff I got and turn it into a paycheck because walking away and no longer getting paid every two weeks or once a week or once a month or whatever your pay thing is scares the pajibas out of people well and the, there's that unknown of, well, how do I do it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, how do I, how do I get the money out and will, will taxes be withheld or do I have to control that? And, and so not having that coming back to that clarity, it's, well, all right, I'm, I'm nervous about this. My investments have been positioned the way that they've always been positioned and it's done fine. I think, I don't really know. It's, <laughs> right. it's just gone up, it's gone down. And I'm, I'm to this point where I've got this, this chunk of money well, how do I strategically pull money out with the least amount of stress on the portfolio? One, 
but two, to give the greatest return of your money, which is the income, rather than that focus of return on your money, which is growth at that point. Yeah, and so it's the conversion of that that typically people need help with, right? I mean, yeah, we could, you could easily, a lot of this stuff, you can, you know, if you really wanted to figure it out, you could certainly do it, but there's so many of these little nuances, Sean, that's where it gets, you know, tricky. It's like, okay, if you just did the basics and you learn the basics, you're going to get the basics in return. But if you want to be most effective and efficient, that's why I turn into a professional helps. You mentioned taxes. That's actually typically number two on the pain point list. Um, so, okay, well, I'm going to pull this money out. How is it taxed? What's the best way to be taxed? Like, which account do I take from first and so on and so forth? And that kind of rolls into that frustration over taxes. Right. And it's unfortunately, you know, a lot of a lot of people have the bulk of their assets in IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, whatever it may be. And, and that's that money that's you have no control over the taxation on that. It's your tax federally taxed rates. It's not like a capital gain or, or anything like that. It's ordinary income to you. But when you start to take a take a viewpoint on planning and say, all right, well, I've got I've got social security income that if I'm strategic about my other assets, I can reduce the taxation on social security. Uh, I'm going to have you know my IRAs, 401ks that are going to be taxed a certain way. You know, do you have after tax brokerage accounts that are going to be taxed a certain way? Do you have tax free money? And then more importantly, how do you bundle it all together to create the income that you want the most efficient way possible when it comes to taxes? Yeah. And so all these little pain points, they, you know, they all kind of work together, right? It's like whenever you've pulled something, you know, you pulled your hammy or whatever, right? And it's like, it's killing you in that one area. So then you start to compensate by walking weird for a couple of days and then mm-hmm. your ankle starts to hurt or your knee or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever the case might be. Uh, so you kind of have these things rolling in and now, Pain point number three, and I guess, again, they probably just move around in order. Typically, almost always number one is the, you know, running out of money thing. But it's that that fear, so much so, that paralyzing fear, Sean, of of dealing with nursing home or some sort of long-term care event that most of the time we just ignore it altogether. And that's just the worst strategy to take. Well, yeah. I mean, doing nothing is is a plan in its own right. You're still doing something. It just yeah. might be nothing, right? I mean, it may not, they may, it may not provide the outcome that you want long-term. But saying, I'm just not, I'm either not going to worry about it, that's a plan, or being so nervous that you don't want to spend money that you need to come up with, you know, and you're buying insurances or whatever it may be, that's its own strategy. Uh, when, it, when we look at long-term care, you're quite honestly, the way that we look at it is, well, what's the math problem around long-term care in the area that you live in? You know, how, what are the monthly costs? What's the average stay look like, et cetera. And then understanding what that cost would be total and how does that affect your plan. And if your plan succeeds with still having those costs, fine, you know what your your plan is going to look like. If it's not going to succeed, well, then let's look at all the other options that are out there to provide for coverage and make a decision that's thought-provoking and, and thought and fact-based and not fear and emotional-based. Because then you can get on with your life. You, hey, I've, I've looked at it. I've made the decision. And I'll move on because there is other options out there. People a lot of times think, well, uh, it's too pr- it's priced out too high. I can't do it, or whatever the case is. But there's different strategies you can talk with your professional about. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of different options. Whether it's annuities with long term care options, or life insurance with long term care options, or standalone long term care insurance, or if you're a federal government employee, they've got their own long term care uh, benefits that you can purchase. So there's There are choices out there. It's just a matter of understanding what they are, 
understanding how they could or couldn't fit into your plan, understanding what the disadvantages are, and then making a decision yeah. that's right for you. Yeah, how do we best tackle it? You know, we were talking about not making a choice. I always think about a great line in a song from um, Canadian band Rush that says, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice, right? Exactly. So you're you're doing something. You're making, you know, inaction is still, in, you know, in a way, action, right? You're doing something, even if it's negative, I suppose. That's the way you might want to look at that. Uh, all right, so final pain point. We'll wrap it up. We'll keep it short and sweet this week. Obviously, it's the anxiety around the when is the market going to crash? Well, that's the you know million dollar question because or multi million dollar question because this one it just keeps teasing us and messing with us and doing all these weird things. Sean, it's obviously been a super rocky uh, you know start to the year. April at the time we're taping this is just about done, and April has been volatile to say the least. Exactly. I mean, it's the markets are going to go up, the markets are going to go down. How you're allocated is going to determine how how much pain you feel. <laughs> exactly. You know, are, are you going to get, are you going to ride that roller coaster up? You're going to ride it down. Are you going to not be emotional? But you know, when we look at the impending market crashes, it happens. I mean, we're going through it right now where we've seen the markets correct a little bit, uh, depending on what time of the year it is, what day it is, the markets are in correction territory. But at, at the end of the day, that's going to happen. And if you're looking at retirement, you're looking at income, you're looking at creating a successful plan to allow you to live and do the things that you want to do, having clarity around how your income comes out and segmenting your assets for how income can come out is going to allow you the kind of a permission slip to say, all right, I know where my income's coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about the markets. They're going to do their thing. And let's just look at the fundamentals and the facts rather than what the talking heads on TV are, are spouting off because that's just to get ratings. It's not, it's not, one, it's usually not based in, in fundamentals on, on anything other than getting ratings. And two, what they say has zero effect on your individual unique plan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we definitely know that's the case and it's going to be sensationalistic. And even if there is a lot of choppiness out there, you know, sitting around and watching it on the regular, it's not good for you. And most of the time, if you've got a good strategy in place, Sean, you're talking about those are the later monies anyway, right? So if you've got a good strategy and a plan in place, you won't have to worry so much about like the, the reaction today because this hopefully is going to be later money. It's not your now money. Am exactly. I, am I correct there? That's exactly yep. it. Okay. All right. So there you go. So pain points, pretty simple, pretty uh, right to the point. Death and taxes, certainly on that list, running out of money before we pass away, taxes, nursing home or long-term care, you know, just how do we turn it into a paycheck? I, I still need to see that paycheck every month or every two weeks or whatever. And of course, market downturns, always going to be pain points, usually the tops of the list. And uh, whenever we ask these questions and, and uh, do polls and things of that nature. So if you've got some of these pain points, definitely reach out to your professional and have a conversation. If you're already working with the team at Elevated Retirement Group and there's something that's bugging you, well, let them know. They'll have a conversation with you about it. They'll help you get through whatever that's going on. But most of the time, that's not the case. It's people who are listening or checking out the podcast for the first time that really need to reach out to a professional and get started. And then, like any show we talk about, always check with a qualified pro before you take any action uh, based on your unique situation. You can reach out to Sean and the guys if you'd like to talk to them at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. Or stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. Sean, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I'll talk to you pretty soon. Have a great week. Thanks, brother. We'll catch you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee from Elevated Retirement Group.
Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.